Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This ongoing study of the Bible is designed to help and encourage us to draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions about the Bible or your walk with the Lord Jesus, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Our attitude or understanding in prayer is critical. It is important that we recognize correctly the relationship that is involved in prayer. Today on Drawing Near, we observe the proper understanding of the relationship that is to undergird our praying. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1 as we study God whom I serve. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, we do so humbly seeking to draw near to you. We know, Father, that you love a broken and contrite heart. We know, Father, that you desire us to recognize honestly our sin, even to be broken in our sin. So, Father, we come before you confessing any known sin. And I pray that each person listening, sharing in this study, would take a moment, even pause this recording, and talk to you with regards to their sin. Father, help us to understand the truths of this passage. Help us to understand what it is to be your servant and you, our God. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll begin today by reading once again 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3-7. through 7. Paul, writing to Timothy, says, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. As Paul introduces this letter to Timothy, he tells Timothy in verse 3, I thank God. Paul is thankful to the Lord. He's thankful to the Lord for many things, as we can see in so many of his references to his praying in other letters. In this letter, he says, I thank God, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day. Paul loves Timothy. He thinks fondly and affectionately of Timothy. He calls him his true son in the faith. And so Paul is constantly thinking about Timothy. He loves him that much. He depends on him that much. They have been companions in the ministry. Paul has tutored and brought along Timothy. He says, I thank God, as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day. Paul thinks about Timothy night and day. The idea there is that Paul thinks about Timothy all the time. And Paul greatly desires to see Timothy, especially since in their parting, Timothy was very tearful. That's what he means by being mindful of your tears. Paul says, I want to see you. I greatly desire to see you. I am thankful to God for you, and I want to see you that I may be filled with joy. (laughs) There are some important things here. First, Paul is thankful for Timothy, 
And we need to be thankful for the people God has brought into our lives who encourage us, who we can encourage, who we have these special relationships with, and not just thankful for them only, but we certainly need to be thankful for them. We need to recognize in this world that we live, God expects us, he has built us to be in relationship with one another. And as independent as Paul is, and as strong as Paul is, he tells Timothy that he wants to be filled with joy at seeing Timothy. He greatly desires to see him. Now, all of this goes back to the first couple of phrases in verse 3. When Paul says, I thank God, he says, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience. We need to pause here and really look at this for a second. Paul is thankful to God for Timothy. No doubt, as he is thankful to God for Timothy, he prays that they will see one another soon so that Paul may be filled with joy. But he says, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience. First of all, we need to note that Paul says he serves God. I thank God whom I serve. That is the proper understanding of the relationship that is to exist in prayer between us and our Heavenly Father. He is God. We serve Him. We are His servants. The Bible in the New Testament over and over again uses the Greek word doulos to explain our role in this relationship as servant, and it literally means slave. It's often translated bondservant, but it means slave. That's the relationship that we have with God. We are to serve Him. And we're not just to serve Him. We're to serve Him with a pure conscience. That's what Paul says. He could have said, I thank God whom I serve, as my forefathers did. But he doesn't. He says, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience. The idea of a pure conscience is Paul is focused on serving God correctly. In understanding what God desires of him, what God's standards are, and to serve him with a pure conscience. I am doing the best that I can to do what God requires me to do. He is the master. I am the servant. I serve him with the right attitude, humility, lowliness, meekness. I serve him faithfully, and I serve him with a pure conscience. He tells me, I do. He tells me, I do. That's important here. I want you to hear about prayer and righteousness, prayer and right living through a few verses here. In Proverbs 15, 29, we're told the Lord is far from the wicked. The wicked has no place with God. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. You heard that, right? He hears the prayer of the righteous. The wicked have no way to approach God but God hears the prayer of the righteous. That's in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, James 5.16, we're told the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. There's that term righteous. If we look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10, Peter writes, quoting Old Testament scripture, for he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. 
Did you notice that? For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. David in Psalm 66 says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. In other words, if I am holding on to sin, if I am valuing it, regarding it in my heart, the Lord will not hear. There is a relationship that we have with God in prayer. And that relationship is we need to serve him. We need to see him as our God, as the sovereign God, as our mighty power, our mighty fortress. He is God. He is the Lord God Almighty, whom we serve, whom I serve with a pure conscience. Many people are struggling with prayer, and they struggle with prayer, I think, because they do not have the right attitude in prayer, and they do not come before God in righteousness. Now, let's say this. We are made righteous through faith in Jesus Christ, so we have a standing before God of righteousness. But if we are in sin, if the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart are not pleasing to God, we have a problem. If we have sin against someone else, if there is a breach between us and another, and we do not try to bridge that gap, if we do not try to reconcile, if we're bitter and hard-hearted and judgmental and calloused, indifferent, unloving, we have a problem with God in our praying. Paul says, I thank God for Timothy, but I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience. Paul knows that when he goes before God, God hears his prayers. Jesus knew that as well. We can know that as we serve God and seek to serve him faithfully under the leadership of his Holy Spirit in accordance with the teaching of his word. There will be some who pass this off, but the scripture's clear. Let's not regard iniquity in our heart. Let's serve God humbly and faithfully to the best of our ability. And when we come before him, let's recognize that he is God and we owe him worship. We owe him our bowing down before him and acknowledging him humbly as God, as Savior. Let's do that so that God will be inclined to hear our prayers, that he will draw near. The Lord's ears are open to the prayers of the righteous. Praise the Lord for this truth. Father in heaven, help us to understand, help us to see. Help us, Father, to under the leadership of your Holy Spirit, to walk in faith with the Lord Jesus Christ, to walk in obedience, humbly serving in love in a faithful way. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are shared. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.